Hi, this is Steve Rode, your Get Out of Debt guy from getoutofdebt.org. Moving forward, you'll hear more podcasts from me about a project I'm working on named Penny Stupid. You see, getting out of debt can be tackled with several different approaches. One is reducing what you owe, but another is increasing income to help pay down the debt. Experience has taught me that a combination of both usually is the winning hand. But making extra money is problematic when trying to do it through desperation rather than inspiration. So we aim to change that for you by showing you the way. My friend debt coach Damon Day and I are working together to find side hustles you can explore to help make an extra $500 to $2,000 a month with your own side business or side hustle. Look, we're not selling anything, so don't worry. The advice you will hear is unbiased. We're starting from scratch on the different side hustles so we can find the potholes and you can avoid them. As Damon once said, our side hustle is to try all the side hustles so you don't have to. When people are struggling with money and debt, I've found the stress of the debt often leads to inaction, fear, and desperation. Unfortunately, this fear and anxiety have left people easy targets for scammers and uncertain about what to do to make extra money. This is nothing new, and ever since I can remember, people have had work-from-home scams like envelope stuffing or many multi-level marketing schemes that have proven unsuccessful and collapsed, taking loads of their money with them. The best side hustle allows you to increase extra income without adding on time-consuming work. Time is the most precious asset we each have, so let's not waste it. If you'd like to discover more about this project, visit pennystupid.com and subscribe to our email updates. But you can stay tuned here and more updates will be shared on future Get Out of Debt Guy podcasts. Oh, and you can also visit the project on Facebook if you're into that sort of thing. You can go to facebook.com slash pennystupid. But today, here's the latest audio update from a pennystupid.com video we just published. I always wish you happiness, peace, and financial success because life is just too damn short to suffer in dark, damp, depressing debt if you don't have to. Until next time, this is Steve Rode, your Get Out of Debt guy from getoutofdebt.org and, oh yes, pennystupid.com. And now, the Penny Stupid Update. Hey, you're listening to Damon and Steve or Steve and Damon on the Penny Stupid podcast. And this this time we're doing an update about our Walmart experience. So Damon, give us an update what's happened. So, we've learned a hell of a lot and we have not sold a hell of a lot. So that's it in a nutshell. Stay yeah, tuned. We've made some sales. <laughs> so, that's yes. good. But I, I you know, I really think one of the biggest updates is we were starting from scratch. We're, we're newbies doing this. And so we're just trying to figure this out just like you would as we're getting going. And it is melting my brain. There is so much to try to figure out and learn. Damon, there are all sorts of videos out there on YouTube. I found a couple of gems, a couple of people that I really like. And I'll be sharing those in upcoming posts because I want to share it with everybody. But most of the stuff out there it's impossible to get through. They're all teasers to sell you something. 
So I'm struggling. Yeah. And you know, yeah, she's right. We're, we're brand new, like brand new. Like I walked into Walmart without even the intention of buying anything. I had a little honey do list that, you know, a couple items that I went in and I just found this massive clearance aisle all of a sudden in Walmart. And I downloaded the eBay app right there and was like, Hey, I can <laughs> try flipping some of this stuff. And then I got home and before I knew it, I had 300 bucks of, of stuff and it was all over my wife's dining room table. I called Steve the next day and said, Hey, I think we should try flipping stuff and see if we can make any money. So that's kind of how it started, but we haven't taken any courses. I mean, the most research we've done, well, up to that point was we'd seen the ads and the videos, like probably right. a lot of you have. It's easy. And yeah. And it's like, oh, make a quarter million a year and just buy stuff. So yeah, we just went hog wild with it and we're 30 days in. Steve's doing a lot more of the research because that's boring crap to me. Um, <laughs> and, and, and we're learning a lot, but so far, Steve, you mentioned we have sold a couple things. So we have, yes. um, we've sold technically two different items. One was a Ford Bronco remote control car, but I sold that on Facebook marketplace local. Yeah. I did uh, not but that's sell a- that. What? That's a great example, though, because once we did the research, if we had known then what we know now, you probably never would have bought the thing. Because well, what we found yeah. out was it was going to be a money loser if we sold it online. Well, it's just it was massive. It was a big remote yeah. control car, and it was going to cost. We were going to lose all our profit in shipping and Facebook fees or Amazon yeah. fees. Amazon fees. I mean, the, Amazon the damn thing weighed eight pounds. So shipping was was expensive. And that's one of the things that we've learned is try to keep your products small, try to keep them light, and stay away from electronics. So we we learned a lot all on that one Bronco thing. And thank God you sold it in a parking lot on uh, Facebook Marketplace. So Oh, I have another one. I haven't sold the other one yet. Okay. Yeah, but are you giving it away for Christmas or... Are you oh, my kids are lay, laying claim to like half my profit, man. It's like I get home <laughs> with all this stuff. And oh, I want this. I want this. You know, we've got these South Park things uh, that we just, you know, sent over to Facebook. So yep. that could be something. But the thing that we actually sold and made money on, Steve, you take that because we actually, when I put everything on eBay, that was my original plan. I'm going to buy it on uh, at Walmart and I'm going to just mm-hmm. list it on eBay. And I was very diligent. I had everything listed like the next night or that night I got home. It was actually really easy to list things on eBay. You scan the barcode and most of the stuff pre-populated everything with a picture of it because, you know, it's brand new in package, a description and everything. So it was really quick, really easy. I thought, man, I'm going to be making a whole bunch of money. I ended up spending uh, just under $300. It was like, uh, what was it? I wrote it down here in this uh, very few notes that I took for this uh, (laughs) recording. I I wrote it down. My my total was two hundred and ninety nine dollars and sixteen cents uh, of mm-hmm. items that I I bought, and um, right. I listed everything on eBay, and we just let it sit there for maybe a week, right? I think well, something I think like that I think that describes the eBay experience so far. It's all just kind of sat there. Yeah, and and after a week. I'm getting deflated like this sucks. How long is the Walmart return policy? You know, on this stuff. And not only have I not sold a damn thing on eBay, not one thing, I haven't, I, I set everything up as a, um, a buy now and I set it up to accept offers. So people right. can even make offers if they don't like my price. Not I even haven't doing gotten that. A, haven't gotten a single offer on anything. Um, and, and eBay shows you like how many people are, are watching it. 
uh, like like maybe like I guess follow would be the right word, but they say watching. Mm-hmm. Like basically, yeah. oh, I see that I'm interested. Let me just like save it and see how it goes. Uh, I have like maybe one or two people watching one or two of the items, and some of the items have zero views. Like nobody's ever even seen them. So <laughs> I'm sure maybe there's a trick to that to like you know get get eBay to show it to somebody. But I don't know how I can sell something if nobody's ever seen it. Maybe nobody's so for it. There are some tricks now. I've sold on eBay probably for 20 years. Yeah, probably 20 years. And I have been a registered Amazon seller for probably five years. Uh, and one of the tricks with eBay is you got to promote the listing. You, you got to pay to be at the top of the listing. And I, It's eating my profit. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do oh, it. I know. I know. But here's the thing. Here's what you learned immediately. I mean, you never should have promoted those things because... One of the first things that you that you learned was uh, look don't look for what people are selling them for, right? What's the magic place? Sold listings. Look at the solds. Yeah, if and, you think you get excited when you look at the um, listings, it'll really deflate you when you look at the solds on a lot of these items. Like I, I had one thing I I bought six of the same item. Uh, it was on clearance for nine dollars, and it was a twenty seven dollar. $27 He-Man toy. And I thought I was going to clean up. I bought them all. And then after I bought all that stuff, I learned how to check the sold section of eBay. And I saw there's guys that can't even sell them for 99 cents. I got an auction at 99 cents starting <laughs> bid. And after seven days, zero freaking bids. Guy couldn't even get a dollar. So I'm going to, those are going to get returned. In fact, as part of the update, I bought six of those He-Man figures. I've already returned three to Walmart. Um, And I'm kind of, I'm I'm returning things in stages because I don't want to be that asshole that comes into Walmart (laughs) with a full cart. I'm returning all this shit. So I'm just kind of dripping in. As I go to Walmart, I grab one or two more things that I haven't even had any views on and doesn't look like they were a good purchase. And I'm, Returning like two or three at a time. <laughs> now, I, I fully intend to share with everybody exactly what the products are that we purchased. But oh, yeah. I I do not intend to share that until they all sell. <laughs> we we don't need any more competition on Amazon for things that we're listing until they're sold. But uh, one of the things... Steve, I don't, I don't think the two hmm? people that see this video are going to be a competition with us. I mean, it's I'm not just, like this I'm, is getting out there. <laughs> Hey, I'm just stating what my policy is. Seven and, subscribers on YouTube, baby. Seven. All right. Well, hey, I don't need five <laughs> five competitors. I'm working hard to move yeah, well, this stuff. Your wife, we only have my one wife, more to sell. Me and you. That's four of the subscribers, probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, wait till you see the list of uh, email subscribers to the site. <laughs> I think I one? subscribed you. Yeah, I subscribed oh, you today. You, yeah, you did because so I had to. I had to confirm that, and I went, "How did this happen?" Oh, Steve must have subscribed. Yeah, I, yeah. I did it. So, well, I uh, one of, it, so we're good. One of the I'm things that we've emails. learned. Well, thank God, and everybody should go to the site pennystupid.com, Subscribe. You'll get instant updates when new posts come out. But what we learned was, we found one of the products that landed in Damon's cart that night with his. Uh, um, your your what'd you call it? Your your sketchy shit sh- shopping trip, and it's my, it my very naive strategy of you know yeah yeah but, uh, time to do some but, sketchy shit yeah yeah we we found one item that it was in the cart he bought two of them and it was small no, it was I I bought four 
Oh, oh, that's right. You bought four of them. Um, we sent two in initially, added them to my Amazon fulfillment by Amazon account to see if we could get them listed, sell them, make enough money and generate some profit. You purchased it for, I think it was $19, right? $19. Each. $19. We sold the first two, I think, for $53, $55, somewhere in there. And we made uh, $11 profit after all the fees and shipping and everything else. Each. So, each, yeah. So each. so that yeah. was good. We, we uh, had two that we sent in initially, and we have sent the last one that's available because I think one of them has already been claimed for the holidays or something. My daughter... Claimed it and claimed it. She's my she's my baby daughter. I got two older boys, and mm -hmm. what daughter wants, daughter usually gets. All right, so that one was <laughs> that was moved out of inventory, but yeah, uh, right the away, one just taken off the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> the one that we just sent is now listed on Amazon, available for sale, Prime, and uh, it's there. So one of the things that we learned was you've got to pay attention to which warehouse items that you're sending are going. Because the further from you that they go, the more expensive it is to ship it. And also that it can take a week or so after you ship it for it to get received by Amazon, processed by Amazon before it ever hits the website. So if you are impatient and you want to see results now, maybe Amazon FBA isn't for you. <laughs> there there are other avenues that are less successful. Well, neither, neither is eBay, because be eBay's not sell right now either. <laughs> no, uh, and Facebook Marketplace is, I mean, that can, that can get a little sketchy sometimes. Yeah, well, you don't necessarily shoot. Yeah, Everybody and, wants and you your don't phone number and a special code. That, right, that, scam, by the way. Scam. Don't do yeah, that. It seems like everyone that contacts, has contacted you for the stuff that you've listed is a scam. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've sold some things, um, yeah. uh, but that, that truck, that Bronco truck was the only thing that I sold, you know, from this experiment, but, you know, personal used items and stuff like that. I've, I've, I've actually had pretty good success on Facebook marketplace. Yeah. Do you um, want people coming to your house though? No, I do public meetup. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I've had a few people come to the house, but you know, I, you just kind of got to go with your gut, but, but we kind of jumped, jumped ahead. So when we started this experiment, it was the whole plan was just flip everything on eBay. So when it became apparent that, okay, this is not looking good and depressing, Steve suggested, well, hey, I've got an old, you know, re reseller account, right? Because you had to reactivate yep. it, didn't you? For yes. Amazon, he wasn't using it. He's like, let's just try it. Because to get a reseller account on Amazon, Steve, you have to pay how much? $39 a month. It's $39 a month. So again, another expense, you know, if you're just doing this stuff kind of on the side, you got to factor in all these other expenses. So he reactivated it. So, so far we have not made enough to cover the $39 <laughs> that he, he had to pay to reactivate it. And I'm pretty sure that $39 is about due again, right? Cause it's been close to yeah. a month since we originally, so we've spent well, $80 just in Amazon, um, you know, be able to participate to get a you know a ticket to the show, and we've made twenty two, so not right. doing great yet. But we learned. But but I think this is a good example of the difference in our personalities. Uh, you might have initially just sent everything to Amazon and let's see if it sells. Oh, and I lost and, my ass. <laughs> yeah, and I've been the one that's been holding us back and going, okay, hold on a second, let's figure out what's actually going to sell, and 
that has caused a delay in us getting stuff listed. But I'm only trying to get things there that are going to sell for a profit. And that's that's why I move a little bit slower than Damon does sometimes. Well, you're older also, so there's that. Well, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> so, so, Steve, tell everybody why you don't want to just send... Er- what happens if you pay the money, you, you, have, you think you have a winner, you send it to Amazon FBA, and it doesn't sell? What happens? Okay. So now you've got, depending on the size of the item, you could be charged different storage fees by Amazon. And if you're not careful and you let things just sit there, the Amazon has a new policy that can be automatically triggered where they will either send you back stuff at your cost that hasn't moved. They will uh, donate it to somebody else and you never get it back or they will destroy it. So, my point of view is I want to pay attention to my inventory. Bigger sellers use third-party inventory people to help them where their stuff is all in the third-party's warehouse, and then it gets sent to Amazon as it needs to go. Uh, I'm trying to manage sending the inventory at the right times to sell on Amazon so that we don't end up with any of those storage fees. In fact, storage fees are due to go up next month, which is October, because getting close to the holiday season, Amazon just gets buried in people sending inventory in. It gets a little bit more expensive. So if your calculations are off or you um, or you overshoot or you're overly optimistic on what you think it will sell for and you send it into Amazon, you're committed. You're essentially committed to that deal. Whereas when you do something on eBay or Facebook Marketplace, especially if you buy it from a Walmart and you have a return, they have a return policy, you can list it. For free. And if mm-hmm. it doesn't sell in 60, 90 days, you can take it back to Walmart and get your money back. Hey, no harm, no foul. I tried. Didn't work out. The reason we just didn't ship everything to Walmart, like Steve pointed out, is we're we're committing to that. <laughs> right. You know, once we send it in there, w- good or bad, we have to take what, what whatever happens. If it if it has to drop to sell the price or to sell, we take a hit, we take a loss, because Amazon makes their fees no matter what. Oh, you yeah. Know, th- th- any fees are gonna come out of our profit. So it either needs to sell or we're going to lose money on that item because by the time you send it to Amazon, there's no shot, even if you tell them to send it back, you've got no shot really at getting it back and then trying to return it to the store. So once you send it, you're committed to that. So there's definitely pros and cons to sending it in. But so far, that's the only success we've had is with Amazon FBA. Okay, we've, we've talked about the cons of Amazon. Let's talk about the pros. The pros are it's the largest or next to largest marketplace, online marketplace in America. So you've got all the eyeballs that are there that are looking for everything. And those people that might be looking for a product similar to what you've got listed can land on it. And you can end up being in the buy now box and somebody just clicks buy now. They're already a prime member. They know it's going to arrive in a day or two and boom, sale done. You don't have to invest anything else. You're paying for Amazon's marketing and their fulfillment and everything else. They're doing the shipping and you're paying the fees for all of that stuff. But uh, I have had to ship stuff in the past when I've made online sales of items and you become tied to wherever in your house that you're shipping stuff from, right? You can't go away or you're going to be penalized because you didn't ship it in one day or two day as required. Uh, now you've got to get up every day and you've got to box stuff together. 
Uh, UPS doesn't automatically come around. You have to pay for them to come pick stuff up unless you have a, a corporate account and you're paying money. The post office can come pick stuff up, but they have lost so much stuff that I have sent that I've refused to use the post office anymore. And the, it is complicated. So while we're paying fees at Amazon, we're getting some benefits out of it. Yeah. I, I, I'm a, I love Amazon, you know, for based on doing, looking at eBay, like a Facebook marketplace, if you're going to look at this as a business and to me, and again, this is just early on here. So I've got a lot more to learn, but my biggest takeaways was if you're going to like do this, do this, you need to be looking at how do I do volume? Because most mm-hmm. of these things you're only making five bucks, three bucks. Mm-hmm. And, and, and some things you're going to lose money if you're, if you're wrong. I mean, you know, this is a little bit of a, a guessing game, um, you know, on, on some things. So, uh, but with Amazon, it's super convenient. You need to do volume um, and you need to have it as automated as possible yes. to make it, in my opinion, make it a, a viable thing to be able to do because you can't just be spending hours and hours and hours a day, you know, shopping for things, you know, inventorying them at your house, listing them, having to sell, like Steve said, you, you become a slave to that very quickly. And if you're only making a couple of bucks per item in many of these cases, you got to sell a shit ton of stuff in a year, you know, to have a, a viable business there. So you really have to do volume and you really have to automate it. If you're planning on making this like a full-time uh, gig that you can support a family on. Here's something that you learned, Damon, through this process is you learned that that buy now box, what we call the buy box, doesn't always have the cheapest price, right? You didn't know that before. You, just, you go to no. an item and you just click buy now. But if you go down, there are other Amazon uh, sellers that have a lower price. They're just not in the buy now box. The biggest thing for me, the, like the kind of the uh, paradigm shift, I as a consumer, I was always of the mindset, oh, Amazon's going to be the cheapest. So whatever I see in the store, I'm going to go to Amazon and I'm going to buy it. And, and just in my mind, it was all, it's, I don't know how, where it came from, but it was always like, if it's on Amazon, it's the cheapest. And now that we're on the other side, you know, the backside of this coin from a seller standpoint, and we're seeing the, mar- but seeing these markups, I, it was just like, you know, just blew my mind basically <laughs> that it was like, holy shit, there's so much markup on a lot of these Amazon products mm-hmm. that I, I'm, I feel like I've been getting ripped off all these years because I just <laughs> assumed Click. that I was getting the lowest price, you know, like tell them about that South Park thing that we just sent in. Yeah. So you pick those up for five bucks each, I think. And $5. Yeah. And as of last week, the sale price on Amazon was about seventy bucks. Right now, we got some bastard, some bastard that's undercut us and listing for twenty eight ninety nine. But as soon as his inventory goes, we'll be the next one up at sixty five bucks. Yeah, I was. Th- that, th- I have about four of these things, and they're just a little cheap. I'm not going to explain exactly what they are, but th- they're not worth seventy dollars. I mean, no. you know, I mean, they might be worth five dollars. I wouldn't even pay twenty eight dollars for the thing. But, you know, I, they were in the going to go back to the store. Bo- uh, my oldest son claimed wanted one of them, um, but they were going to go back to the store otherwise. And because they were not selling on eBay, no clicks, no nothing. And mm-hmm. then I think I happened to randomly look on the app, the Amazon seller app that you you know showed me. Yeah. And I scanned it in and somehow we missed it on the first scan because initially we sat down when we decided to do those doll things with FBA. Oh, but we wait, wait, all the other stuff. The There's first more. experience that we had trying to figure out what stuff was, I mean, just getting used to the the Amazon app or trying to figure out pricing and all that, 
was Comedy Central because you were taking pictures of barcodes and sending them to me, and then I was scanning them with my phone and trying to find things. But now we've kind of upped our game a little bit. We're getting a little bit more professional. Well, a little, because when we sold those doll things, Amazon snaked in another fee that we didn't even know about yeah. until after <laughs> we sold it, and our profit was almost half of what I expected our profit to be. Because of that other, uh, the referral fee. Tell them about that. That just showed up. We're like, where's the rest of our money, Amazon? <laughs> well, you have Amazon fulfillment fees and Amazon referral fees. In some places, it shows total Amazon fees with those things together. But in other places, they're separate and you've got to pay attention. So we know it now. I'm, I'm sure everybody who starts selling stuff on Amazon has got some initial horror stories where they've lost money, but here is why it's important to ride with us as we figure this all out. Because if you look at only the videos and you buy courses and all that stuff, one of the things that you'll hear is you can't be successful on Amazon unless you're private labeling merchandise and you're buying large quantities and having it shipped to Amazon. And if you don't know what you're doing, you could buy a thousand of something that's just going to be a dud. So our approach is, Instead of having a lot of inventory at first, we're going to find deals and we're going to sell them and we're going to learn. We're going to pace ourselves so that we can be the most successful. In fact, yesterday I was working on that article for the first Walmart video and in doing some research to show what it's like looking for pricing, I actually found some things at Walmart online that were pretty good deals. We're not going to break the bank. We're probably going to make like five bucks each on 10 of them and they're already on the way. So deals are there. There are so many lessons to be learned. And the biggest lesson I would want to share with you, if you're brand new is just don't go out and rush to buy something. That's a good deal because if you want to sell it on Amazon, great marketplace, I recommend it, but there are a large number of categories that are restricted or gated as they call them and newbies can't sell in those categories. So you can end up buying a bunch of stuff that you can never sell on Amazon. So now where are you going to sell it? eBay, Facebook, next door, <laughs> door to door. So Steve, the, the kids these days call it noobs. Noobs. They're not what newbies anymore. They're noobies? noobs. Oh, noobs. Yeah. They're noobs. The next but generation will, will call them. Dad, mm -hmm. you're such a noob. I'm like, what the hell is a noob? So, no, anyway, so last night, Steve's looking at stuff online, and I get this text. And he goes, you got to go to Walmart. The Walmart by your house has these Lilo and Stitch makeup kids things, and they're three cents. Go yeah. buy all you can. Like, what the? I've never seen a, a tag that said three cents at Walmart. So I spent two hours in Walmart. Up and down every damn mile. I went to toy section, makeup section, clearance section. I talked to two or three guys. I had my the barcode on my phone. They'd scan it with their phone, and they'd say, yeah, it doesn't have a location. You just have to keep looking. After two hours, I couldn't find it, but it wasn't a total wasted trip because I got a whole bunch of stuff to start my <laughs> new Lyft driving experience that was supposed to start today, but my damn background check hasn't come back yet, so... Well, hopefully it will come back soon because I can't wait to start seeing those videos. You know, the those Amazon things uh, that we were looking for at Walmart, the three cents each. So using some of the online tools, 
I, I'm 90% confident that they're in the store, but Walmart is so I'm 100% big. confident they're not in the damn store. Well, Steve, they could be in the back. Who do you know that's, who's the most experienced Walmart person you know? Well, you are, you are. But when you I search know everybody at that Walmart. I know everybody. They love it. <laughs> they know you by first name. But when oh, you search yeah. Walmart for store availability, uh, it specifically said your store. None, none in the other stores, only your store. So something in the system was triggering that. Who knows where they are? And it is my store. My wife calls me the mayor of Walmart. <laughs> she does. I'm there all the time. Every night, I'm there. I'm usually patrolling the hordes of teenagers trying to help the old guys corral them out of there because they're so just disrespectful punk asses. I don't know what it is about that generation, but they come in and like, bands of five or six and they just start like throwing balls around in the aisles and no, that's just obnoxious just kids screwing off but it's just like you want to just like kick them in the ass you know yep. <laughs> like get out of here you can't do anything you just got to let them you know just destroy whatever they're going to destroy until they finally leave so my next thing is i'm gonna do some more searching i'm gonna look for your store i'm gonna look for stuff that's like four dollars minimum that might be on the clearance aisle what were those Lilo and Stitch things saying they would sell for on Amazon? The three cents if I could have found them. Yeah. Uh, one of them was $21. One was 15 and one was tw- 12 What Did you look at what our profit would be after expenses and all that? Or did you get that far? You yeah, it was three like cents, buy 10, it. Se- <laughs> 10, 7, and 5. It was something like that. But the biggest thing was, this was the first time that uh, you had gone looking for a three cent item at Walmart that said it was available. And so, as I said to you yesterday, I think the biggest experiment here is, can you even find these things? Yeah. And the I, answer I is no. I literally spent two hours and I didn't find it. Now, I, again, yeah. I had some other things I had to get, so it wasn't a total wasted trip. But, you know, and I looked at every, and I, I was digging. I, Walmart security cameras were on me. I'm sure they were tracking <laughs> me because my shopping made no sense. The patterns and the things I was doing in that store. I probably looked like a creeper. I was hanging out in the girls' doll section back and forth with the car. With your phone? You know. Yeah. I had my phone. Yeah. They're probably, I'm sure security was zeroed in on me going, what's this old fat dude doing here in the girls' section? He's with been his in phone there like out. an hour and a half. <laughs> Yeah, he's going back and forth. He's not really buying anything. What's this guy doing in here? You know. So, <laughs> all right. Did, uh, I think we updated all the Walmart stuff. No, we we. Uh, I got sidetracked like I often do, and I never Squirrel. finished the South Park story. Yeah. Okay. So we had these things. We thought they were total duds. They weren't selling. All of a sudden, boom! Someone's selling them for seventy dollars on Amazon. So I boxed up those four. We sent them to Amazon, and we've been waiting what, what two weeks now. We're yeah, still I don't even for them to get listed. Let me let me even check right now. There, Amazon had them registered in process. Was shipping. Um, I'm not sure that they've even received them yet. Yeah, and this was two weeks ago. I sent them in, so it, yeah. it takes. It does take a while, but this is why I say once you send them to Amazon, you're committed. So, uh, you know, I spent twenty bucks buying those four little South Park things. We spent what five or six dollars mailing it to Amazon. So yeah. if they don't sell and I just tell Amazon to just get rid of them because I'm not going to keep paying storage fees, then I'm out $25. So, you know, you, even if you get some profit on some things, if you were losing money on other things, it's just I would I would lose more money on those South Park items than we profited on those dull things. So- yeah. And here's <laughs> here's the thing that 
because uh, there's a delay. If it says it's selling for 70, you want to get those things in and online right now. Yeah, yeah. Because in our case, somebody dropped the price to 28 during this whole shipping and processing phase. They crossed the picket line. Bastards. <laughs> They're dead to me. <laughs> Scabs. <laughs> so all right. I think that, does that give us all, let me check my, my notes. Very, very long notes that say, talk about learning curve, lots of time. You'd have to do volume. That's all the notes I got. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's it. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's say goodbye for this update and we'll do another one very soon. Damon, see ya. Peace.